Hi, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Let's Grab Drinks. I'm your host, Serena Yarbrough, also known as Society Psy, a.k.a. Champagne Psy or uh, Psy the Juice or simply Psy. But uh, no matter how you know me, I'm sure that you do know that my passion is and always has been career and business and also helping people reach their full potential, whether they are career climbers or entrepreneurs, uh, movers and shakers or what have you. And so that is why I created uh, Let's Grab Drinks. So many of these business podcasts are so boring and they lack personality. And so I just wanted to have a little fun, uh, especially if you're a young professional, you'll know that most of the networking and conversations tend to happen over drinks, especially if you're in a big city like I am. I currently live in uh, D.C. And so hence the reason why the show is called Let's Grab Drinks. We'll talk business, career, hacks, tips, and all of those things, full encompassing lifestyle, uh, recipes looking good with, you know, packing for business travel, quick recipes that help you get through the week if you have a really busy week. So we'll talk about all of that over drinks. And because I know everyone's insanely busy, I intend to keep these episodes very short so that way you can get all the information that you need and be able to move on and execute and go out and accomplish. So that's my goal. A little bit about me. I am an entrepreneur myself. I have two businesses and I also have been working in the business marketing customer service world for well over 10 years and I have also gone out to get a certified career coach as well as a certified business consulting certificate. So that's a little bit about me uh, and a little bit about the show. On this show today, we'll be talking uh, small business shout-outs, big business news. We'll talk a little bit about our topic of the of the day, excuse me, which is starting an LLC, the basics. And then I'll reach into my toolbox and let you guys know what I'm using to help me be able to navigate through my day-to-day life while balancing a career and a business. And then finally, we'll wrap the show up with my term of the day to make sure that all of you guys are having new bits of knowledge to take with you after the show. So that's that. We are going to jump into the motivational song of this particular week. And then from there, we'll come back and get started with the show. So um, enjoy, and I'm going to pour another drink while this song plays. I'm amazing. Yeah, I'm all that. If I ain't on my grind, then what you call that? Victorious. Yeah, we warriors. We make history. Strive all victories. Hey, so that is my motivational song. That is uh, Amazing by Kanye West featuring Jeezy. That one gets me really pumped up, so I wanted that to be the very first motivational song of the episode. So let's kick off the episode with what I'm drinking on Let's Grab Drinks. I have an A by Acacia 2016 Rosé. It was a gift. It's pretty freaking good, so cheers to that. And let's get into some small business shout outs. So the first, actually I'm going to do two this week because it is the very first episode. I feel like I can do that. So the two that I'm going to shout out this week, uh, one is called The Village DMV and the other one is called Nia Noir. 
And uh, Village DMV is a social and professional networking organization for millennial educators of color. It's branched and based here in D.C., but they do have a great online presence. And so it's a platform for educators to be able to come together, speak and talk about the issues that matter and come up with solutions for the teachers to be able to give a great education to these kids out here. And so if you want, you can follow them um, at the Village DMV on Instagram, or you can email them at thevillagedmv at gmail.com. Uh, it's run by Janelle Diljan. She is an educator in the D.C. area. She's a black woman, so shout out to her doing that. And then also Nia Noor. It is a mental wellness group for women of color. It's a sisterhood of women shifting the narrative about mental health because Women so often feel there's a sort of stigma, so that is the purpose of this organization, to abolish that stigma and be a safe space for people to talk about mental health and wellness. You can follow them on Instagram at Nia Noir, so that's N-I-A-N-O-I-R-E, and their email address is contact at com. so feel free to follow them, great online platform. Uh, there were there was a wellness tour that went on this summer, so definitely find out the next time they'll be in your area by following them. That organization is also run by a woman of color, uh, Jessica Gaddy. She is a mental therapist. And so, yeah, shout out to both of those two small businesses today. And now for some... Uh, Some big business, big business news. Oh, that's a tongue twister. So today's big business news is about Essence Magazine and Shea Moisture. So uh, a couple, couple weeks ago, actually a couple months ago, uh, people drug Shea Moisture through the mud because of their, they're selling to a big company to be able to, you know, be more inclusive of other people's ethnicities and kind of shutting out their original core being black women because it was originally um, a hair care company that black women kind of flocked to because it was really something that tended to the needs and and scratched all the itches. And so to have that company sold and then start to really change the product and the advertising to seemingly be uh, shutting out the original audience that helped them get there a lot. They caught a lot of backlash from that. Well, in today's news that dropped literally today, uh, coming from Black Enterprises, where I'm going to read this, Time Inc. is selling Essence Communications to Essence Ventures LLC, a company launched in 2017 by Shea Moisture's founder. I'm going to say this man's uh, name wrong, but I'm just going to call him Mr. Dennis, um, and as a result, Shea Moisture is now the founder of this Essence Ventures LLC company, making Essence now 100% black-owned and independent after 12 years of being owned by Time Magazine. So talk about one hell of a comeback and acquisition. So, uh, yeah, I think Shea Moisture may be back on everybody's good list. And so that was really amazing to hear. You can read more about that, um, I'm sure, anywhere. But I got the information from blackenterprise.com for the full story about that. So, yeah, big business uh, news here at Shea, with Shea Moisture and Essence Magazine. 
Okay, so now we're going to move on to the main event. This is starting an LLC 101 Super Super Basic, and this is particularly for those people who have gone online, they've tried, everything's really confusing, legal jargon left and right, and they don't know where to start. So that's what this is. I have my notes, so excuse the rustlings of paper. Um, and let's jump into it. So the first thing is you're going to want to make sure that your business name is not taken. And the way that you do that is to go to your state's website, which is usually www.california.gov or something like that with your state in it. And you'll look and there's usually a business tab. You can do a name slash entity search and that will allow you to be able to look up your business name, X, Y, and Z shopping or X, Y, and Z clothing and see if it's taken in your state. And if it's not, great, you can you can proceed. And if it is, you can find some sort of variation to maybe make some modifications to be able to obtain the name that you want. What a lot of states do allow is for a reservation or a hold. So if you're not prepared to necessarily move on it or you think the name is so hot that you don't want anybody else to take it and you know that they will, you can go ahead and place a reservation on that name. And it's usually about 10 to $20, um, but it's not necessary. It's just what you feel comfortable with. So after you do that, uh, finding a registered agent is what you'll want to do. And a registered agent is a third party that's registered in the same state as your business and is designated to receive uh, process service notices, correspondence from the Secretary of State, and other things like taxes and things like that. So you'll want to get an RA if you don't have a physical location in the state that the business is located, and a P.O. box is not acceptable. So nowhere that you're not constantly present. So you want to make sure you have somebody who's able to accept all of these packages and notifications and everything and then get it to you uh, because you don't want to miss this stuff. This is really, really, really important. And that's usually about 50 to $100. And the way you go about finding a registered agent is very simple. You can do one of two things. The first thing you can do is do a Google search. So registered agent in your state or you can also do a search on your state website, which basically allows for you to be able to look at all the ones that are registered with the state. And a lot of states will tell you that it's not necessarily an endorsement. It's just there. So don't necessarily feel like because it's on the state website, they've got to be great. Make sure you do your due diligence and research, Google search, uh, look at the Yelp reviews or the Google reviews so that way you're making sure you're selecting a registered agent that's best for your needs. Uh, next, filling out the LLC form or articles of organization. They are one and the same, so don't be deterred if you see one or the other. Uh, if you are starting a new LLC for the first time in that particular state under that particular business name, you will select domestic. So what that basically means is if unless you are a business that exists in let's say Texas and you are taking this Texas business to Arizona and you want to file it over there if you are not doing something similar to that it is domestic so first timers it's always domestic unless you're transferring or you're adding an additional LLC because you'll be doing business primarily there as well then you will need to select domestic um, <clears throat> pardon me the way you'll fill it out Fairly simple. The first thing you'll do is write the name and it must include LLC or L.L.C. or limited liability company, limited liability co or any variation of that. 
What you don't want to do under any circumstances, put Corporation Inc. Incorporated, any of that. That's a huge no-no because that's a very different business entity. We're talking LLC, which is a limited liability company versus a corporation. Two entirely different business models. And so you want to make sure you do not put that as the name. The purpose of the business is basically where you'll put the description of goods and services that you'll be providing. The address is the address of the LLC, the registered, and then the registered agent information is what you'll be provided after you pay for those services. And then the signatures of the manager and owners. And then finally, you'll want to select the certified copies because most businesses or actually some businesses require you to have a certified copy in order to open up a bank account. So you want to make sure you go ahead and just opt and pay the $25 for that. Now, once you have gotten the approval and you've submitted it and everything, and listen to me carefully because I had a client where we went through this today, submit it and then get your approval. And that approval takes anywhere from, you know, a couple, a couple days to four weeks. So you can be one week, 10 days, four weeks, who knows? It varies by state and some states even allow you to go down to the office to be able to get it right away, same day. Either way, get your approval first before you move on to your next steps. Uh, then you'll get your, the next step would be your EIN number. That is your employer identification number, also known as your federal identification number, which is basically a social security number for your business. It's how the government recognizes the fact that your business is, your business exists. So that makes sure that you get all of the necessary tax breaks that you deserve and also to make sure that everything is being accounted where it needs to be. So it's very easy for you to be able to go and get your bank accounts and your um, your payroll and your other licenses. And so you want to make sure you get that. It takes about 15 minutes. You can get it at irs.gov under the business tab. It's completely free. But you only get one per day. So if you mess up or you don't know some information or you don't have all of your information, you can't get another one until the next day. So it's not as intimidating as it sounds. It's super easy, super quick. And then at the end of it, it'll ask you two things. Should you either get it printed and mailed to you or do you want to save it and print it at home? If you don't have a printer, what you do is you... Go to print and then switch from printer to PDF and then save it that way. So that way you have it right away and you don't necessarily have to worry about it being lost in the mail or having to wait to get the number. Um, and like I said, that takes about 15 minutes, so super easy. Once you do that, you'll do a seller's permit. And that is for anyone who is selling goods, especially for those people who are doing wholesale and then resale. So basically, uh, if you are getting clothes or shoes from a manufacturer and you plan on reselling it on your website, you want to get a seller's permit. And you want to do this mostly because many wholesalers or manufacturer companies require you to be able to have this in order to get wholesale pricing. So you want to be able to maximize your potential and your costs and your revenue and all of those things by saving as much money on the front end as on the back end as possible. So get your wholesale license. And a lot of states is free. So it varies from state to state, but for the most part you can you can probably get it for free. Most states allow you to file it online and you can also get that through your state as well, mostly through your state website. 
And then finally, once you do that, you can go grab a bank account. And uh, you'll have to bring your information, like your your EIN number and, of course, the approval for your LLC and then some identification. And you'll get a savings and a checking, just like you would a regular one. And then sometimes you, people may ask if you want to do a merchant account. So if you're going to be doing high-volume credit card sales and you don't want to use a payment gateway like PayPal or something because they take a portion of the of the proceeds, then you can go through and get a merchant account. And then if you are looking to build your business credit, you can also get a credit card. And what I typically do is I get a secured credit card because when I first started doing business, I didn't necessarily have the strongest credit and I wasn't necessarily uh, willing to have my credit take even a two, three, five point hit to be able to uh, say, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. So what I usually do is I used to do the secured credit card. So it's a great opportunity for you to be able to start to establish business credit without having to compromise your personal. And what that basically is, is you're putting up a certain amount of money to say, this is the amount of money that I intend to spend. And then the bank recognizes that as your credit line. And you spend and pay that money as if it were a real credit card limit. And so uh, the difference is you'll never be in debt because you, it, you it's already money you've put up. And so that's how that works. Uh, you also get a DUNS number if you want to be able to seem as a legitimate business to venture capitalists and other you know, lenders out there, and you can go get a DUNS number by just simply typing in the Google bar D-U-N-S number, and the information will pop up, and that is also free as well. Um, and then with when it comes to front-facing, uh, you can basically get a domain, a website, uh, social media accounts, and business cards. So I'm going to pour another drink, and then I'll jump into that portion in just a moment. So we'll be right back. All right, we're back. And yes, that was the sound of me pouring another glass. So front facing. So that basically means a couple of things. You're going to want to get a domain. And there are plenty of places where you can get a domain. There's GoDaddy.com. There's one and one. So that's the number one, A-N-D, the number one dot com, Wix and Google. And you'll just go type in the domain that you want which is usually the name of your business, and see if it's available. And they usually have deals from $1 to $15 a year, and it varies based on whether or not you're going to get other parts of the package, hosting, and other things. And so you can check out those places for your domain. And once you buy the domain, you'll need a website. And so you can do this. You can do the domain and website at the same time if you utilize Wix, Squarespace, and Shopify place or WordPress. Those are places that you can build a website and also buy a domain. They're one-stop shops. Sometimes it's cheaper to do it that way. Sometimes it's not. So I recommend that you try and check everything out. But those website builders are Wix, Squarespace, WordPress, and Shopify. Just a quick FYI, Wix is very easy to drag and drop. So if you are not web savvy and you really want to be able to find an easy way to be able to go and drag and drop, Wix is what I would recommend. Squarespace would be another one that is also pretty easy, fairly easy to drag and drop. And then WordPress, it allows for a little more of the customization, but a lot of real web developers use that. So it can be a little tricky and confusing when you first start to use it. And then Shopify 
is something that you use if you are building strictly an e-commerce store. And so if you want to just get straight to the nitty-gritty, you're building a store, you're selling clothes, shoes, or or glasses, or some sort of electronic, and you want to get straight to it, I'd recommend Shopify. Um, For emails, you have two options. You have... Um, obviously you can have your own Gmail account and I always recommend Gmail if you're going to use one of those kind of host accounts because nothing is weirder than seeing an AOL account for business. It just seems dated, like you don't care about your business. So try to opt for a Gmail account. It's just safer. But what you can do is for GoDaddy, you can do a forwarding. So that basically means on the front facing side, your, your consumers and your customers see info at yourwebsite.com. But on the back end, it gets forwarded into a an account of your choosing, and then you would respond back from that account. But on the website and front-facing on business cards, it would say whatever it is. It would be your name at your website, hello, info, or whatever that looks like. And then for an actual domain, like a vanity domain, where it's like your name at yourwebsite.com, and for that to be like the one you respond from as well, you can opt for either Google or GoDaddy. With Google, you would use the Google platform, but it would be the vanity email address, and you'd have the whole Google feature, so that's the one I use, and I really like it. And then as far as social media, what you'll want to do is, of course, tap all the big guys, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Google+, Plus is important because Google spiders crawl, and you want to make sure that you're easily found, and so utilizing those Google platforms is really important. Uh, just being there and updating as, you know, as, as often or as occasionally as you want, but being there is really important. And then for business cards, you have some options. You have Vistaprint, you have Staples, you have Moo.com, and you have Zazzle. Those are the big ones that I usually recommend. Vistaprint is usually pretty affordable, easy to work with, and so you can really jump on there and do whatever. If you're looking for a really, really high-quality card, Moo.com, that's M as in Mary O. O.com is a really good one. And uh, what I'll do is I'll put all of these tips in a nice downloadable PDF. And so anyone who's listened to the website, you'll be able to download it for free. And I will put a link in the description box so that way you can get that information and use this and uh, get it before everyone else does. Because I do plan on putting that on sale because you know what? People need that information and I'm sure they they could they could utilize it, and I, I'm all about making resources affordable. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put that in the description box for people who want to be able to have that information to act on, which I hope that you will start businesses. And uh, and after this, I'm gonna jump into the next part, which is our toolbox portion. What's in my toolbox? <laughs> Oh, God, that was weird and creepy, but I don't know how to delete, and I told everybody this would be ready on Thursday, and it's 8.30 on Wednesday, so it has to stay. Excuse it, and I'll get better, I promise. Um, so I wanted to move into my uh, toolbox. So my toolbox has a productive app, and that's what I want to talk about. So the productive app, I I love it right now. It is really great, especially because I'm trying to make sure that I'm maintaining a schedule. And so what the productive app is, it basically allows you to be able to form habits. You go into the app and you you can download it from the Apple Store, I assume also the Google Play Store for Android. I don't know what y'all do. I don't know. I haven't had an Android in a very long time, so I don't want to lie. But wherever you get your apps, Android folks. 
that's where you go. And it's called Productive. And I, and you download it, and once you open it up, it allows you to be able to look at different types of habits. So health, fitness, um, you know, home, or you can make your own. And you go into that, and it be, allows you to be able to set a goal or target for every individual habit that you intend on having. So, for example, I am trying to get better at eating breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. It's I super important, I know, but I don't do it. So I am trying to set a habit of making sure I eat breakfast. And so what I do is I go into my productive app, and I set it for... I want to do this habit, which is eat a good meal every, and I select morning for, I select because I, I am all about making attainable goals and then I'll move up from there. So I set it for three times a week and then it takes effect. And so now I have this monitor of how well did I perform based on the goals that I set for myself of what I thought I could realistically accomplish. And because I have a little bit of a competitive edge, I don't want to see me losing against me. Like, there's no reason why I should not be accomplishing this. And so that I think it's great. It has a ton of different goals. You can, you can put your own goals in there. And so I think it's really great for making sure that you keep yourself on track and you're monitoring your, your time and you're being effective with your, with your, with your time as well. So that's my toolbox, uh, the app that I wanted to share. And uh, I want to wrap up the show, because we're getting towards the end of it, with uh, my word of the week. And the word of the week, it's actually an acronym, but it's ROI, which means Return on Investment. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people who have heard this word and have no idea what it actually means, and so I want to tell you what it means. It is the measure of the gain or loss generated on an investment relative to the amount of money invested. So what that means in layman's terms is if I put up a dollar and I get $2 back, my return on investment is $1 because I invested $1. Um, or if I put up $5 and I got $7 back, my return on investment is $2. And the reason why that's important is because it allows you to be able to measure how well your investment is doing. Keep in mind that a lot of times your investment... Um, there are some, some variables that you have to keep in mind, like time. So is it a 15 or 20 or $200 or whatever investment based over one year, two years, three years? That makes a difference. So it's not always apples to apples comparison, so keeping that in mind. But overall, that's what it means. I put up five, got seven back. That means my return on investment is $2. So now you have your word of the week. Um, that's the first episode. That's the show. I hope that you enjoyed it. I am available on social media via uh, Instagram at society underscore sci is where you can find me and all of my tips. I will put all of the things that I said I was going to put in the description box as well as some resource links that you can go to. And uh, you can check out more episodes of Let's grab drinks every Thursday, and I hope that you'll share, like, rate, review uh, as much as you possibly can because I really want this to be a hub for people to really feel like, you know what, that made sense. Thanks, girl, and have a drink. <laughs> so uh, that's that's all I've got. Thank you so much. I'm Sai signing out. Let's grab drinks another day. So see you soon next week.
Thank you.